I miss having a theme song button. Welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? I'm living, babes. I'm, yeah, yeah. I I'm still working despite the whole entire country being basically shut down. Um, I go into work every day. I eat my sad little lunch every day. I'm doing okay. Uh, Jimmy's been working from home, so. That has uh, minimized our risk contact with anybody. Mostly just been playing Animal Crossing. A lot of Animal Crossing. So let's do Animal Crossing update. Yeah. the last episode we recorded is when we started Animal Crossing. Sorry we've been gone for a while, guys. The world kind of... uh, Died. Yeah, I mean, you're living in it. Like, I don't have to explain shit to you. You know what's going on. If you're yeah. existing in the year of no one's Lord 2020 Amen. right now. Well, I've built like a little plaza around my uh, my two shops, the clothing store and Nook's Cranny. Uh, I recently upgraded Nook's Cranny. Pretty excited about that. I like uh, my favorite of the upgraded tools is the Star Net and the colorful, uh, colorful fishing rod because the colorful fishing rod, the lure on it is a rubber ducky, oh, and that cute. is delightful. Um, I max out on villagers but i'm probably gonna replace jeremiah the bullfrog at some point uh he's a good boy but i just don't want him on my island understandable i actually yesterday my favorite friend goose lesbian ally dare i say uh moved out but he went to a good home he went to my friend chris and um it was really funny because chris kind of keeps like this persona on twitter and he's kind of like really vague and mysterious. And then when I was like, does anybody want goose? Chris was like, yes, let's go. So <laughs> um, so Chris got goose and goose is in a loving home. But more importantly, I got one of my dream villagers today. So he's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I have no opinions about Leopold. He's green. Yeah. He's a lion. And I think uh, Jimmy ran into Leopold while uh, doing Nook Island. Yeah, my friend Jala's like, I ran into him three times. If only I knew you liked him. <laughs> and he also kind of looks, people, a lot of my friends are like, all right, Deez, just uh, say that you like him because he looks like Sedith from Fire Emblem. I'm like, shut up. I mean, yeah, he does, but I'm really excited for him to move in. He moves in tomorrow, and he moves in uh next to bangle who i think is really cute and she's like a brown tiger yeah and other news i guess i just moved um 
one of my villagers' homes. So I'm currently in the process of kind of working on my island now. Um, I kind of the word and um, I'm really hoping that once my island's like officially done, I'm going to hopefully host a scavenger hunt. So I've been like Yay. buying items specifically for the scavenger hunt and stuff like that. So I've been trying to mix it between like goofy, funny things and like expensive things. Like for instance, I bought the hanging well. <laughs> I have a crown. So I was thinking about maybe ordering another crown. Maybe that one might be like the fun, super mystery prize. I just finished off paying the last expansion off on my house. I think I figured out what I want to do for my house. I hate that you can't expand the side rooms and New Horizons. I'm really hoping down the road they're like, yes, bitch. Because, like, for instance, one of my side rooms is my kitchen, and I want my kitchen to be nice and big and it's tiny. And, like, my bathroom, I keep all my plants in it, and I can't move anything. And, like, my back space is my study area. So, like, upstairs is supposed to be my bedroom, and downstairs was originally going to be my movie room. But I think I'm going to make it into one of my favorite restaurants in the city. <laughs> I saw you posting about this on Twitter and I greatly support this yes. because it is very good. So uh, for people who have access to New York City, when this is all over in St. Mark's Place, there's a considered the most authentic Japanese restaurant in all of New York. It is called Kenka and it's kind of like a novelty Japanese restaurant and there's like fisherman's porn on the wall and they play like old time war propaganda music and uh You guys brought me there when I came to visit for Super Love. Yeah and it was dope. Yeah. And um there's like a cotton candy machine outside and they have like the ugly tanuki. So I was thinking about making my basement into Kenka because like they have pachinko machines by the bathroom and um they I like I know like I was thinking I have to double check to see what colors they are but like I was thinking the small kitty chairs that squeak when you sit in them could be the table and another friend suggested using the um like the stall DIY as the bar and stuff like that and yeah. I was thinking about using like the fisherman's flags and um the fish tournament posters and um the autograph boards is like the decorations for the wall and stuff like that so it's a oh, work in yeah. progress uh i literally just thought of this idea like two hours ago so i think i'm gonna work on that too which is really exciting um but i guess otherwise in my town i'm just kind of moving around houses and then once that's done uh that's done i'm gonna start uh kind of taking hybrid plants more seriously and um gonna probably clean up i've been up to a lot of uh trying to get hybrid plants i i could always come visit because apparently there's a uh twice and a half as many chances getting hybrids if a friend waters your plants as opposed I to think you. i heard about so that. uh we could always do a swap date where we could water each other's that plants if you want sounds to. lovely i have the golden watering can now which will break i have a five star island yeah i know it'll break but uh it like it covers a much bigger area oh, that is so nice. That's nice. It uh yeah, like you know how the uh the regular watering cans will do like just the ones that are right in your perimeter. Mm -hmm. The uh the golden watering can will go a row beyond that oh, as well. Oh, wonderful. So you actually even though it does break, you use it less because you can uh get more coverage with it and it takes longer to break, I think. Okay. I, I like the elephant watering cans. I think they're very cute. Do you like the elephant watering can? Very cute. Um here at the Fresh Podcast Market. I mean, do you have anything else to say about your Animal Crossing Island? Um, I'm attempting to 
do some decorating with fossils right now Ooh. uh with like extra fossils that are already in my museum i almost have all of the fish that are available during this time period all i need is a neon tetra i still have not gotten one i have one, I have one day left uh, actually, I don't. I don't remember. When no, you, I know. I know, but I don't I'm. Know when. You can't trade fish this uh, month. I'm not sure. I think you're spared. Um, I don't. I, I don't remember. I when should. Neon Tetras are over, but, I have uh, a friend who did uh, Southern Hemisphere. So the first week this game came out, we like all went to his island and played. So I have like a lot of oh, yeah, random they're, they're fish. Through April and November. So uh, oh, perfect. So you got time. Yeah, I got time, but I've got almost all the fish. Except I'm excited for, now that uh, May is coming. That means we're going to hit shark season. I can't wait for sharks. I okay, so I don't have sharks. a neon tetra. Never mind. But I'm almost done with my fossils, which is pretty hype, I have to say. Dope. Yeah. So here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. Um, Panda, is it your turn? <laughs> I think it is. I think the last time you went, so that would make it my turn. Awesome. And um, my podcast idea is, uh, jokes on you, we're going to talk more Animal Crossing, but it's a podcast idea. Okay. About Animal Crossing. And um, it's a podcast that each episode is about a single villager from Animal Crossing. That's really cute. This includes NPCs, and it would basically, like, be going over, like, what the characters' appearances have been in various games, including ones that maybe, like, don't show up in some of the later games, uh, talking about, like, the ways that the design have has changed over the course of, like, the different games and whatnot, and, like, whether or not, you know, like how people feel about this character because people have very strong opinions about what their favorite Animal Crossing oh, villagers my are. God, they and sure stuff do. like that. Uh, I just, I really love all of the Animal Crossing villagers. There are ones that I love less than others, but like, I like, I, I think it would, it would be fun to, it. Th- I don't know, like, some episodes would definitely be longer than others because like, some villagers are a lot newer or some like we're only in one game or something but mm-hmm. uh i just think it'd be neat i like that's really cute i like I animal have, crossing i have to ask who is uh your favorite villager my number one favorite villager is julian the unicorn he walks around my island and is obnoxious at everyone and i love it every time i catch him like talking to another villager he is just irritating uh, them did you and it find him via so miles how did you get a hold of him nice i got Very him nice. through an amiibo card it's actually not an amiibo card it's a uh what is what uh, it's called yes. uh an amiibo coin an amiibo yes. sticker uh, it's a bootleg amiibo card, the real card. because it was yeah. much cheaper than the getting a real card. Technically, but because it's one of the Japanese uh, RV cards, he can't be summoned in the game. So, but I have him. He's coming home. That's all that matters. Yay! Um, so, do you also have a favorite NPC? Um, that's really difficult. I really like Leaf, the guy that 
a the flaw that, that sells that buys the weed. Yeah, How shocking. he buys your. I he was my favorite before he bought your weeds. Thank you very much. For those who don't know, Panda's persona is also a sloth as well. That's true, uh, but I do love Leaf, and actually, uh, my love of Leaf is part of why my persona is a sloth. But I also I really love Isabel because she's baby, and I adore her. I really like Celeste because she's also adorable. I like, I just, Animal Crossing is full of so many delightful little cartoon animals. <laughs> Funny animal fandom. Funny animal fandom. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I can't talk though because my favorite NPC is Gulliver. Yeah, and that's true. My persona is a seagull. So. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. That's so funny. Um, yeah, it just sort of happened that way. Um, but my favorite villager is actually Pashmina. Jimmy got Pashmina as one of their first villagers. I saw, and I got mine as one of my first, and I was super excited. Lucky um, you. I literally... Uh, so up until the series, like the game came out type deal, there was no hint of her being in the game. Like she wasn't in the background anywhere. I didn't see her any promotional material. I didn't see her in any, um, advertisements or anything. So, mm-hmm. uh, a month before the game came out, I tweeted, um, about how like each day we get closer to New Horizons and I still haven't seen Pashmina and I boot up my game and I open it. And there she is. <laughs> and Incredible. I felt so blessed. I was just like, wow, that's my girl. And then, um, you know the album in the Chipmunks meme where it's like, who are all these people? Our fans. That means we did it. I like found that uh, tweet and I like replied, slapped that meme onto it. And it's like, everybody God. knows that I finally got her. Um, but Besides Pashmina and uh, Leopold, I also really love, um, I love Cyrano. Uh, I don't have her, but Diana was one of my favorites. I love Velma. I like a lot of the goats. Uh, I like Velma a lot. I actually- I like a lot of the sheep. Yeah. I got, oh, I have both. uh, Cashmere has become a best girl like yeah i she is so sweet she calls you baby and i was like oh <laughs> and she has like a spinning wheel in her little house and she has a giant loom that takes up most of her room and i oh, oh i have that loom mm-hmm. i do too and i i always try and give her tapestries and i want to give her sweaters i just love her so much she's such a good girl she's so sweet and kind and people are so mean to her because she's ugly but I love her. People are rude. Her. My uh, sleeper favorite that I was not, uh, I didn't intend on being my favorite when I started my game is uh, Norma, my uh, Animal Crossing girlfriend. She is a pink cow and I love she her. Sounds cute. And I would die for her. Congratulations. She's my, she is my best girl and she calls me Butterbean. That's so cute. Uh, oh, she's really cute. I taught her I taught her a catchphrase. Oh no, what did you teach her? Her catchphrase is gay rights now and she has taught it to Julian. Good. That's fitting. <laughs> Willow Willow 
solidarity. Right? Yes. It's so funny. I also, I really love, I have Tutu and Tiffany. Tutu is like a white bear and Tiffany is a a bunny and they're always hanging out together and like every time I go over to one of their houses the other is there so I ship them Gail and Renee hang out a lot too I have to say and I think that's really cute yeah I like that the villagers like hang out I like that they're friends I think that's really cute it's really everything is cute to me I'm sorry guys (laughs) Animal Crossing is cute it's like the the very definition of cute um, I have to ask, how do you feel about Pierto? I like Pierto. I think he is cute, and I d- Pierto haters do he's not interact. Friend. He's in my town because he is he's a cutie, and people are just mean um, to him. Mm. I don't know why. Do you have a name for this podcast? I don't. How we could just call it Crossing Animal. Sorry. um i don't know what else we could call it um villager villager voice make a joke out of it (laughs) i kind of like that actually oh yeah because village you know you can't get in trouble because village voice is also shut down too so we could do villager voice (laughs) ha (laughs) ha ha I vote that we just make this our giant media podcast for the weekend because I want to talk about things that I've been consuming since uh, we have spoke last, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. What's up? Having another bullshit episode, I guess. But hey, we did have a a podcast idea, though, in it. So um, since we left off, I just started reading Silver Spoon. I have 30 chapters left. I'm in the final arc of this manga and i do be loving it way more than i thought i would yeah, yeah. i feel like a lot of times i'm just kind of like mm-hmm. this slice of life do i really want to read slice of life but i am so enamored by these characters i think they're such fun <laughs> characters and like they're so spunky and i feel like i learn a lot from this manga because it's about an agricultural school so i've been learning like a lot of random shit about like pigs and cows and uh making cheese and all of that and i think it's i think it's really interesting really i think it's really fun well i'm glad that you're having fun thanks and i also started breath of the wild which is like literally yes i meant to ask you about this i am very excited about you getting into breath of the wild it's thoughts really it's really good yeah. <laughs> that was really loud. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I am really liking it. It's so pretty. It's oh my it's god. So pretty. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Every time I like stand on a mountain or on one of the towers, I'm just like, wow. Like the first time, like when you open when you walk out of the tomb of resurrection, like in the first scene of the game, I actually started to tear up by how beautiful it was. It was fantastic. I've yet to defeat any of the guardians, but I've shown my face to Prince Sidon and I was like, I don't feel like getting those arrows yet. So um I'm currently infiltrating the Yiga clan so I can get the headpiece back so then I could work on that one at least. I am obsessed with 
getting the clothing in the game. I am such a poor little lad, though, but I recently discovered that I can, in fact, smash open certain crates and can get money from them. So nice. my money game has been picking up, but like, walk, walk, fashion, baby, this shit's expensive. <laughs> I love to just run. I don't bother getting horses like ever. Um, And I'm just, I'm having a blast, Pants. I'm, I'm having a so good time glad. Been playing a lot of Tetris 99. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been posting my uh, first places on Twitter whenever I Oh, happen. yeah. So I've gotten three so far. Pretty proud of myself. And you also recently watched the Watership Down movie, right? Despite being a huge fan of the mo- the book, I never watched the movie. So I watched that last week. And what do we think? Oh, it slapped really hard. Yeah, I mean, um, it is a classic. Yeah, so, like, well, a lot of times, like, obviously, when you read the source material first and then you're forced to look upon it, you're like, oh, my God, this is not nearly as yeah. good as the original. And what I found the movie to be was truly, I mean, like, I know it was a passion project, so this probably makes sense why I enjoyed it so much, because it was clearly uh, by a fan that really cared about it for se- for sure. And um, yeah, I found it pretty much to be like the spark notes version of the book itself which i can i can get down with that that was pretty cool i mean for a movie adaptation like that's fairly Mm -hmm. fairly good praise yeah i i think i i think it did a really good job like i wish some scenes went more into detail and like for instance uh one of my favorite scenes was unfortunately cut out which makes me sad but like i still was really happy with it all the same I'm so glad. i guess if yeah i guess if people uh watch criterion collection streaming give me some movie recs i'm gonna try and watch something not today because of how long this took but probably tomorrow after i finally submit an article i've been working on for the past month i believe in you thanks um what about you panda have you been watching playing anything other than animal crossing reading well um for uh the comics podcast, I've been listening to the audiobooks for the Animorphs series. Yeah. And have been rather enjoying that. Animorphs is very good. And That's so cool. Uh, it has been fun to to go through them. I uh rather unfortunately have been rewatching Glee. Uh, why do you do this to yourself yeah it's about the same reaction that everyone else has had um i'm actually gonna be going on a glee podcast at some point and uh after i sent in the application to be a guest on that i was like i could i could rewatch some glee i guess and so i'm in season no i'm in season three now um (laughs) did you see that leah michelle is pregnant and people are like wow just like rachel berry (laughs) no no, I did not. I didn't get that far in Glee, but I actually stopped after. Uh, I'm actually a little. I'm I'm more shocked that you like watched it at all. I guess, but you were you were theater e theater um, adjacent. Listen, I am going to tell you my honest to god Glee opinion, Panda. Are you ready for this? Yes, yes, I am. Are you Are you ready? Very ready. Glee was good up until the. End of the first half of the first season. I, Otherwise, I won't. Uh, I won't lie. Awful. Like there are some pretty funny jokes in season one. Like season one, the first half of season one, those first twelve episodes, fuck, like so hard. It yeah. I I watched that 
pilot and I was obsessed. I was, I was the prime audience. I was 13, 13, 14. When did Glee start? When the fuck did Glee start? Uh, 2009? I was 14. I was 13 when the pilot came out. I was 14 when oh, yeah, Glee started to air. It took a while to come out. And I was like, I was, I looked at my friends like, guys, I think you should watch this with me. And they're like, what is this? It's like, listen, like you need, you have to watch this pilot with me. I have a feeling this is going to be good. So I watched the pilot and I was like, I'm once again, even like my 13 year old self is like, what? Once again, I'm a fucking genius. I know taste. And none of my friends believed me until they watched it. And they're like, oh my God, this is so good. I was like, yeah, <laughs> don't ever doubt me again. Oh no. Why? Who is calling me? No, I, I can't. Goodbye. Sorry, someone just tried to call me on Discord. Listen, bud, what? I'm supporting a fucking podcast. Um, and so I, what I actually really enjoyed about the first half of the first season of Glee was that like it genuinely picked songs that moved along the plot, just like a real musical. The actors are clearly talented. Um, it was raunchy enough for my 14 year old self to absolutely think that I it was a re- it was rebellious and I enjoyed it. And it was, there were gays in it. And at that point in time, I was like, oh, a gay person. <laughs> I, I've now grown to my taste. But as the show progressed and got more and more popular, it just kind of became like a, hmm, how will we make a hit and get some views? And unfortunately, it really started to plummet just due to kind of becoming a musical cash cow in a way. Yeah. Um, by the end of that first, like, regionals, when, Rachel Berry sings Don't Rain on My Parade. That was so charming. I'm sorry, like, nothing about Rachel Berry is charming to me. Rachel Berry is the single character that I think I hate most in all of <laughs> <She's>, fiction. <laughs> she is really spiteful. Like, I she's really easy to hate. hate her. And I went through a period where I was like, is this internalized misogyny? Do I... Do I actually hate her? And then I went back and I watched some Glee and I'm like, no, I just fucking hate her. I just hate her. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was an obnoxious theater child at age 14. You, there was- you know what it is, Teresa? Yeah, don't tell me. She reminds me of I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Jimmy bleep that out because I don't wanna I don't wanna risk I don't wanna risk the person that I just said that Rachel Bear reminds me of listening to this. this is gonna Jimmy, get you can out. keep in my reaction though, that yeah, would be really Yeah, good. you can you can keep in Teresa laughing, but uh just just like bleep me out. I don't um, I don't want that person to accidentally times. find this podcast. Both times. Yeah. Um please. Oh my god! But yeah, oh, so that's god. part of it, and I I think maybe you you might can understand a little bit now. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so if you want to know some deep teeth lore, I would. When I was like in middle school, I was like dead set on becoming like a musical theater person. That's like, beautiful. I was like, I want to be a Broadway star. I want to be a Broadway actress. <laughs> and then I turned, and then I went to high school, and I was like, Oh god, no, this is awful. <laughs> but surprisingly i'm actually a pretty decent actress when i have to act i believe that yeah um, a lot of charisma 
Thank you. People are genuinely shocked when they witness me act, but also I can't dance. Actually, no, that's kind of not a lie. I don't have the confidence to dance. I did. I took a dance class in college and I actually learned a lot of how, how to fake it till you make it. So I guess I'm better at theater dancing now than I was when I was in high school. Um, and I really suck at memorizing lines, but like I'm a good actor. And when I sing, I have a voice. So <laughs> I, uh, there was, yeah, there was a period in time. I was like, oh, I go on Broadway but I now have chosen an even worse profession to attempt to get into so it's fine <laughs> um should we wrap up this bad boy I have to poop sure fuck yeah let's go um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I missed I don't think I have really been watching anything else jimmy and i are still watching regular show um that's okay, still okay. still chugging along um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh final fantasy 7 remake jimmy oh. has been playing final fantasy i won't spend too much time on this because i know that you have to go to the bathroom but uh and we are at our time limit but um jimmy has been playing final fantasy 7 remake and i could not have given less of a shit about Final Fantasy VII before this, mm-hmm. and now I am ride or die for Final Fantasy VII. I have opinions about Final Fantasy VII. Who's your I ne- wife? I never thought that I would be this person. The pro, like, the problem is, is that Tifa and Aerith are both wife, but also Jesse is wife. There are so I many. Jesse's my. There's wife. so many good girls in this game, and I found out. Are you gonna play? The original, because, I mean, it's available, it's available for the Switch. Yeah, I just, like, I don't think it'll capture me, really. Um, I, like, going back and playing much older games, uh has been a challenge for me i've found uh in times that i've, like, tried to go back and play some of, like, the older Pokemon games. Not, like... I mean, and when I say that, I mean like game the Game Boy era games. But um, I don't know. I think that part of also the appeal for me watching it now uh, I is like I how you. pretty the remake is. I don't think I could. I I don't know that I could bond with it as intensely when it looks the way, the way that it does. But I but I really have uh, I really mm. enjoyed the experience. I was. Uh, shocked at how tasteful the cloud and address scene ended up being um that was a, a highlight um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it had uh there there was like there were a couple of really good comedy lines in there but n- there was nothing that was like at cloud's expense so i appreciated that um but yeah i just i i have I've really enjoyed it. I kind of see what all the fuss is about and uh I'm interested in in seeing where the the Final Fantasy 7 remake series goes from here because it's going to be fucking a mil- it's going to be like a million games. I hope you enjoy it. It's Tetsuya Nomura is the director uh Tetsuya Mo- Nomura of Kingdom Hearts fame. So um it is um it's definitely got a lot yes. of uh, Tetsuya Nomura bullshit, uh, but in like a good way for me, I guess. I don't know. Other people might disagree. I don't see the uh, Kingdom Hearts insanity as a bug. I see it as a feature. So uh, other people might might not be on the same page. 
Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you know, I, I promise I'll wrap this up. I don't know if you know uh, very much about the Final Fantasy VII remake, but it has, uh, there's a lot of diversion from uh, the original game in some interesting ways. And it kind of has like a, a meta story going on at the same time as like the regular story. And uh, I am interested to find out where that goes because I get to see... Mm jimmy reacts to things that they're not cute i've never seen yeah i've never played it i only Um, the only thing i I knew about it was was uh i saw advent children when i was uh younger i saw advent children like two years ago (laughs) (laughs) like uh i so i wasn't a gamer and i especially wasn't an rp uh jrpg Mm -hmm. gamer um i didn't become like an actual video game player until i was 15 Mm -hmm. Um, I was uh, a DS bitch, yeah. like from fourteen to now. Like, let God knows, I still play my DS regularly. Like, we all know, I play my DS a lot. <laughs> but uh, I was not a video gamer. I, I still really like I I play games. Like, don't get me wrong, videos game is my friend. But uh, I don't play as much as people assume that I do. But uh, I did not get into JRPGs until I was like. 17 yeah so it even took a little while until i got but uh not not siobhan that you know and love but original Mm. siobhan was a really big final fantasy 7 fan when we were 14 so she uh i think the most that we actually played together was she showed me a lot of 12 Mm -hmm. so uh purchasing 12 when the remastered came out and playing some of it as like for Siobhan, it's my turn to play Final Fantasy Twelve, <laughs> um, but I didn't play that much of it. Uh, but I do want to go back and restart it from the beginning. Uh, I've played thirteen. I'm a big fifteen fan, obviously. And I like Tetra Rhythm. I've played some of three on my uh, SNES Classic. I want to go back and start from the beginning of that too. But um, actually. Where my JRPG interests lie, oddly enough, is actually Avalon Code, which is a really small-time DS Mm -hmm. game. That is uh, probably one of my favorite games of all time. You actually um, scan opponents and then break down their components and then uh, destroy them so they work to be easily destroyed. Interesting. It's really fun. I was really into it in high school, and then I think my freshman year college roommate stole my copy of it, but I found it like last year in a book off so i was like oh fuck nice so i own a copy again and um i have not seen yet played again but it's it's on the list it's like everything else videos game videos game my 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 one last thing that i will say about final fantasy 7 remake is that um Mm -hmm. i had a moment where I was watching Jimmy play the game and I remembered that uh, Aerith dies and I actually felt Uh-oh. sad about that for the first time oh my because God. up until then, like, it was just like the meme, like, oh yeah, like Aerith dies, like, that's literally like, right. one of three things I knew about Final Fantasy 7 but now, mm-hmm. like, now that I care about Aerith, like oh my God, Aerith dies <laughs> She's not allowed to die. <laughs> She's so good. They've made her so sassy in this game. I love it. It's, oh, it's delightful. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's everything. Um, if you'd like to follow yeah. us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at 
and Panda Nada. Tease, where can people find you online? You can follow me at Vicuña, B-I-C-U-N-A-Z. We also have a Tumblr, um, but it's Tumblr's Tumblr. And uh, you can also follow us on our Twitter, like I said. You can send us your ideas through Tumblr, Twitter, our personal accounts. Or you can email it to us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to hear some more of me, you could check out a recent episode of the Comics Podcast where I forced uh, three adult men who do not read manga to read B-Stars. And, yeah, what they um, say. It was not as warmly received as I would have liked, uh, but they only read Volume mm. 1 and... Uh, okay. So I feel like if it had possibly been, like, if they had been able to read maybe more than just volume one, um, that might have improved opinions. But uh, the person on the show who was least likely to enjoy a manga, uh, who is also a listener of this show, Mr. John Luke Botville, uh, uh, said that he would consider reading more of it if I could provide him with uh, an additional volume. So progress oh. yeah everybody's I really stand love beastars i really do beast like a lot of people know that beastars is incredibly important yeah i like beastars i love um, beastars beastars is a coping mechanism for I me feel that but, yeah i mean like i just it kind of just hit at a certain point you know? mm-hmm. i totally get that mm-hmm. yeah all right. Well, Panda. Thanks for joining me know at the Fresh do. Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Panda. Everybody, it's time to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, I guess. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>
Oh, is it the one that you posted about on Twitter? Yeah, I posted it on my private Twitter because I wanted to ask I saw. I just cute. decided to buy it. Um, and I'm really excited to give it to her. I hope um, she likes it. I actually it. celebrated my mom's birthday, too, on the 15th. And Oh, though... happy birthday, Mean. Yeah. I didn't know we shared a birth month. Yeah, even though um, we couldn't really do anything for her birthday when I was out and about at Walgreens buying her birthday card and picking up other things while wearing my mask and several pairs of gloves. Um, I also <laughs> bought her two packs of cards and she was really excited about that because my mom and Gma play a game that includes two packs of cards. So seeing my mom actually be shocked that she got a birthday gift made me really happy because I knew she kind of was upset that she couldn't really do anything for her birthday Aww. this year. So I was happy to see that it went well. For my birthday, I don't even remember if we talked about this. Uh, for my birthday, I got a a little cake from the supermarket, and uh, we have really eaten big nap. about half of it. I did take a big nap. Um, mm-hmm. and a good birthday nap. Uh, but also, uh, Jimmy and Lily and I watched uh, Evangelion Rebuild One. Oh God. Uh, because Jimmy had not seen any of the Rebuild movies, and I was just having a hankering because I edited uh, an episode of Magicast where the guest kept referencing uh, Evangelion Rebuild, and I was like, I want to watch the Rebuild and also uh, make Jimmy watch it. So nice. So we watched that, and it I've was I've only fun. seen End of, and I've seen 1.1, but I remember nothing from 1.1. Yeah, 1.1 is the one that we watched, and yeah. um, I mean, you know, like, the, the Rebuild movies are kind of divisive. I don't think they're as good as the series, for sure, but I think that they're really interesting, and especially, like, after... Because movie one is basically, like, if you just tried to condense like the first like six episodes of the series kinda and then like you see Kaoru at the end for some reason. And oh, then like the next movie, uh which when he showed up, I was like, Yeah, that's my boy because Kaoru is my favorite character. And uh then in the second movie, things start to seem like they're still following the regular plot, but then it, it diverges towards the end and then movie three is like it's totally own different thing like mm. totally new and different from the uh ava universe of the the series uh there's like a, a time skip between uh movies two and three asuka loses an eye it's a lot damn i know but yeah it was fun and that's what's important Yes, I apologize. My daughter brought me Halloween Mouse, her favorite toy. Aww. Walked in the room with me. So I guess that makes me happy too. My cat. Aww, Bessie. with me. What really makes me happy, Teresa, is the commission that you got from Chelsea of you and Bass. Yeah. Um, That's a thing you could talk about that made yeah. you happy. Um, my friend Chelsea, uh, she is Chelsea Stingle on Twitter. That's her name, Chelsea Stingle. Um, and she's currently doing commissions right now for Animal Crossing villagers and all of that fun stuff. So, uh, I commissioned her to draw me and Bass and, uh, Bass is offering me a piece of garbage, which is very true to life. Her favorite. Yeah. And, um, 
my other friend Julia also commissioned her, but that's not done yet because Julia has to wait in line. Um, and I'm really happy that uh, Chelsea did such a good job. I also commissioned Chelsea back in November to paint Bass in the the Bridge Baby. You sure did, and she fucking delivered. Chelsea is like the person I in go this, to to commission for Bass. It's really funny. I'm very in this house. We stand Chelsea. Chelsea uh, did a uh, Valentine's commission for uh, me and Jimmy. Yeah, I it love was very it. cute. Stan. You know what made me happy this week, Teresa? What made you happy, Pam? Well, I'm glad that actually we recorded this separate from the main show because, uh, listeners, a little bit of peek behind the curtain here. It is a day after we recorded the main show. And uh, after the show that we did record, I, I, I decided to check something out media-wise that uh, has now rapidly consumed me. Yeah. In the way that uh, a hyperfixation does. Oh no. Do you know what Hades Town is? Yes, I do. Hades Town is a is a thing, is a musical, and oh, I started yeah. listening to the soundtrack last night yeah. and mm-hmm. it's all I've listened to all oh, I, I last night and all today. You not like Hades Town? I just I can't do it anymore. I can't do any more musicals. Really? Like in general? The only thing I can apparently do is Phantom of the Paradise. Um, I thought you liked musicals. Subjective. So so no no ups on Hades Town then from Teresa. Don't care. I just. It's fine not to care. Like. Um, I don't know. You know what it is? I just... I, I can be so happy handful. about my thing over here in my own little bubble. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard it's phenomenal. Like, I've heard it's absolutely fantastic. The music's um, really good. I've heard it's good. I just... I I don't know. I And I mean, maybe I shouldn't have an opinion unless I check it out. But, like, I just kind of feel like, oh, great. Another um, retelling of mythology and another musical <laughs> combined i don't know maybe it's because i mean a negative in theater the theater fandom has kind of uh done this to me oh see here's the thing i don't associate with theater fandom people Fair. like if i happen to have friends that are like very into theater that's one thing but like i don't I don't seek out, unless I'm looking at, like, memes or something, I don't seek out blogs about musical theater, generally, uh, because I I don't like what I've seen of the musical theater fandom on the internet. Um, I think that their weird system of bootlegs is dumb, and I don't understand why we can't just, like, share things with each other. But, um, no, but Hadestown is... I don't know, it's just, it's, you know what it is? Like, the plot isn't even really that strong. I mean, it is the Orpheus myth, like, so whatever. But, like, even just on its own, like, the plot's really not that strong. But it really, it like, the music is really good. And, like, the the singers do a really good job of, like, I don't know, since I haven't seen any of it, I can't really, like, 
comment on anything other than listening to the recorded Broadway cast soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But like everybody, like th- like all the characters have like a like definite like quirky personality, and uh, everybody's really good at singing. And As I mean, one you know, has like, to be in theater. <laughs> I mean, y- you would think so, but not necessarily the case. Um, but like everybody's a good everybody's really good at singing and uh I mean you know like I'm from near like the New Orleans area so uh I have like attachment nostalgia type feelings for like New Orleans jazz and uh I don't know like it's just like really catchy and I I didn't even really intend to get into it it was more like I ran out of podcasts downloaded on my phone that's not true but I ran out of ones I wanted to listen to at that moment and uh I was I still had some dishes left to do so I was like well the Hades sound soundtrack is on Spotify and people have been talking about Hades sound so like why don't I check it out and I don't know like the moment the album was over I just started it over again and now I've done that for like the past uh, it's less than 24 hours, but we are approaching 24 hours. Mm, I understand. But yeah, so I mean, you know, like, as a as a thing, it's, it's fine. It really is the music uh, and the quality of the music that really carries it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I can also relate to uh, exhaustion with theater people, which is I why mean, I don't associate with them. Theater people are bad. <laughs> I mean, that's not true, but and theater people are bad. Theater people aren't bad. It's just there are a bunch of theater people that are really annoying. They're obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my stance. But also people find me obnoxious, so whatever. I mean, yeah, but you're like good obnoxious. Thanks. I'm cringe, dare I say. I wouldn't even say that. Uh um a lot of somebody one time was like you're like cringe in a cool way (laughs) (laughs) okay that i can get behind yeah there i say cringe in a cool way babes but yeah so um hades town has made me happy uh i'm glad that's it really i you know what makes me happy what um you know that one video where it's the person making their Animal Crossing theme, and then it's the uh no, I don't think I've seen that video. Let me find it because sometimes. What if your have you changed your island theme? What's your island theme? My island theme. I was trying to recreate my new leaf theme, which was just something I made up, but I can't um transpose notes by year so Mm. i got like halfway through and then i gave up rip yeah so do you just have like the default or no it's like a jumbled mix between default and not default so you just fucked with some of the notes yeah (laughs) that's really funny thank you um my town theme is one that i got off the internet and it's uh fantasy costco where all your dreams come true wow got a deal for you yeah yeah i'm gonna watch this video now is this what you've sent me yeah okay i'm gonna 
I'm going to click play on the video and I'm going to hold it near my microphone. Okay. Make sure my volume's turned up. This is, this is true podcast listening right here. That's actually really funny. Thank you. <laughs> that probably won't come across in the uh, recording, and I will definitely snip some of that out. Uh, <laughs> You'll probably also have to snip the sound of like me just moving past my mic as I'm dancing. Yeah, um, I see the waveform over there. <laughs> you know what else is something to report? Um, guess what the 24th marks? What? 10 years on Tumblr. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it literally, as soon as I said what, I knew exactly what you were going to say because we talked about this already. Yeah, so uh, the 24th con- is going to be... Congratulations. Thanks. And I think I'm going to finally make a thread of all my favorite Tumblr posts in honor of it. I didn't join Tumblr until at least 2012, maybe? Mm. 2011, 2012. I didn't join Tumblr until I was in community college and Damn. a guy I was in a class with uh, who I had also gone to high school with, because that's what happens when you go to community college, uh, said something about like Tumblr and I was like, I guess I'll check this out. And then I didn't really use it as much for the first while, but then, uh, well, then I met you, I guess. <laughs> Not entirely true, but eventually. <laughs> Um, I made my Tumblr after my sophomore year of high school. What was baby's first URL? Um, Welder Cameo. I don't know why. Okay. Um, And then I was uh, Lumpy. You know, I knew that. I don't know why I asked. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was Lumpy Abyss from Adventure Time. And then I was Kawaii Police. And then I was Gesh Rat which is um, a fictional race of people from Clive Barker, like Clive Barker from Hellraiser, his um, young adult books, the um, Aberat series. I, I started the very first Aberat book, but I never really oh, got. I was really into it. Aberat. And then the third book came out and I was super disappointed. And then I It seemed like it. something that I could have gotten into, but I would have had to like I think I needed to be just a little bit younger because I needed Fair. some of that magic still there yeah um and then after Gesh Rat, I was bum rag which was in honor of I was talking about these actually last week uh Scott Westerfeld's um Leviathan series one of the insults that the main girl calls her co-main character he called she calls him a bum rag and then after Bumrag, I became Count Von Rue, the Count Von Rue we know and love. So I've been Count Von Rue for like eight years. <laughs> my, I will never re- be able to remember when I started my very first Tumblr blog because uh, I had a uh, a boyfriend at the time. Uh, which is an indicator that the story is going to go poorly. I had a boyfriend at the time uh, who also followed my Tumblr. And then when I would like reblog social justice stuff that he didn't like, he would try to argue with me about it. 
And I eventually got to the point where I just uh, deleted my entire regular Tumblr and just remade the Neopets Tumblr. Damn. And eventually I, I remade a personal Tumblr so that I could reblog posts that weren't Neopets related and not <laughs> worry about people unfollowing me for posting non-Neopets content. Even though I only ever put it in a queue that posted from like midnight to 2 a.m but whatever uh so yeah nice and that i accidentally ended the good vibe zone on a downer hold on i need to come up with something good um i won a prize on toreba that's a good thing what'd you win i won a moomin mama plushie wow I wanted the Moomin Papa because uh, I already have. You are. You really are. I have a Moomin Mama uh, that I won from Tereba at one point, but um, I wanted a Moomin Papa to go with her. And I was trying to use the machine that had both of them in it, but uh, the Moomin Mama, I was trying to move her out of the way and realized that it would have just been easier to get her. So. I needed that dopamine hit, so I understand. I, I haven't it. played Toriba in like literal years. I love Toriba, and that's a problem mm. for someone who doesn't have money. Well, can you even get your stuff from Toriba shipped right now? You know, I don't even know. You know what? I'm gonna download Toriba again. I need that dopamine. I'm not gonna get anything, but I need that dopamine. I downloaded Toriba the first time because uh friend of us and thus friend of the show uh lily foff posted a uh a screen cap of uh toreba listing that uh was a moomin plush with like a flower crown and i was like fuck i need that so uh then i downloaded toreba that night i was at an anime convention (laughs) and I played it for a little while while laying in bed and I ended up winning both the uh the Moomin with the flower crown and the Snuffkin with the flower crown iconic and now they sit by my bed cute all right it's time to wrap up this bad it is time to wrap up this is almost our relationships post without having to divide my attention it's time (laughs) uh all right we don't really have uh since since this isn't technically in the episode there I'm not gonna do a sign off. Nice. So um that's it I guess. Cool. Panda. I thought that would be funny. Thanks. It was funny to me anyway.